Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hello and welcome to Breton Cliff's Flea Circus. My name is Cliff. What is your name? It's just Brett again. This <laughs> week, right. man, I'm doing all right. I am doing okay. Can't complain. Okay. You know, how are you, you doing? I'm all right. Mr. Um, Cliff. What have you been doing this week? Not much. This week, just walking and that. But last week, I was off <laughs> and I watched every single Friday the 13th. Oh, did you? I haven't seen any of yeah. them. I haven't seen any of them, so I decided to watch them all. They become strangely addictive. Are they good? But they're not very good. If I no, if if I said the best one is the the one where he goes to space, that that will probably tell you how good they are. <laughs> what what you been doing, like? Uh, this week I've mostly been looking low and high, and yeah. making letters all all drip all dripping. <laughs> Is that what you've been doing? No, I've moved uh-huh. house, haven't I? Last time I spoke to you, I was just about to move. I have now moved. Uh-huh. You can see a new view behind. So I haven't really had time to watch much because I've been uh, moving, and I think you haven't had time to watch much because I think you've been in County Durham. Um, but what, no. I, what I did watch was two fantastic bits of television that you asked us to watch. Yes, I, I, we certainly did. Both presented by the genius that is Neil Buchanan. Mm-hmm. What a guy. What a yeah, guy. I like him. Mm-hmm. I like him. I we've like mentioned him, him on here things. before, haven't we? Yes, we've mentioned him. Um, uh, we'll mention him with his band Marseille, mm-hmm. haven't we? His heavy metal band. He's heavy I was there a little bit today. Uh-huh. And what they like. Sounded okay. Sounded all right. Sounded a little bit like um, the early Mannix. Uh, all right, okay. Was the... Um... Is he the front man? No, he's a guitarist. Apparently, he's a really good guitarist as well. He's a very talented man. He's a jack of all trades, isn't he? And master he of is. all. He is indeed. He <laughs> is indeed. So we did pick two, didn't we? We picked Art Attack mm-hmm. and we picked Finders Keepers. So yep. can you remember both of those programs as a kid? Yes, I can. And uh, I've... I remembered him from his first telly appearance, which was called Number 73. It was like a Saturday morning TV show set in a house. Uh, And like just daft stuff was going on, characters and people coming and going. 
like a proper classic old TV, kids TV, uh-huh. Saturday morning show. Um, and I remembered him being on that. And then I forgot he was on the show Motormouth, which came in between. And he presented that. Uh, can you remember that show? No, I can't remember that one. I can't remember the, the one that you previously mentioned either. And I, I think it, that's short, it wasn't short-lived, but it was when we were very young. I just got very vague remembrance of it. Uh-huh. But Motormouth, yeah. I remember being... Uh, because you could call up and play a computer game. You know, like obviously computer games, not everybody had a computer. That rings time. a bell. And you could play this game. And I remember always wanting to do that. It do was it, one of those yeah. things where you thought, oh, I wish I could go on there and, and play uh, that game. It was class. Um, uh-huh. uh, I was watching one today um, called It's a Mystery, which I think I, I used to watch as a kid. Um, and it, it was basically him... Um, and is it Sophie Aldred who used to be in Doctor the Who? Doctor Who assistant. Uh huh. Him and uh, and her, and uh, it was just basically this is a mystery. This is how it happened, type thing. But I watched a very uh, sinister um, episode of it just now, where they made this act my cry. On <laughs> oh, <Q>. What? <laughs> <laughs> it was very much like Alan Partridge. Yeah. Oh, really? What happened? So that was good. They just said, and you know. Nobody really knows why we cry. Mostly people think it's because, you know, we're, we're, when we're babies, if we cried, we got something, whatever. And uh, Sophie Aldred went, hello, Mr. Man. I've heard that you can cry on cue. And he went, I can. He went, she went, go on then. And he just started crying. <laughs> it was just so uncomfortable. Was it like it was unbelievable. close up on his face, like Sinead O'Connor. Yeah. And it, he started to cry, right? And he, he was crying for about a minute. And then uh, she went, thank you. Thank you, John. <laughs> and he went, no problem. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Neil Buchanan, a, a Scouse legend. Um, yes. A very gentle ma- talking man, isn't he? He's got a lovely soft yes. accent. Not a very harsh uh-huh. Scouse accent. He's from Aintree, uh-huh. where the yeah. horse racing happens. I've been there. Uh-huh. Um and yeah, he's got a considerably he's in a heavy metal band. He's an unlikely he, he's obviously very good with kids and he's great personality for these kids' TV shows. Um mm-hmm. and also happily watching them back now, he doesn't seem a bit weird with them. Like he's quite no, he normal and natural, that, which is good. Exactly. It's a it's definitely a good thing considering <laughs> uh unfortunately the, the previous people that we used to watch and stuff like that <laughs> yeah. and what they've done. But yeah, he's he's very much like good with the kids and stuff like that, isn't he? Especially on the, the finance keepers one where he's he's interacting with kids and yeah. stuff like that. What do you which one do you want to talk about first? <laughs> well, let's do art attack first and then okay. we'll do finance keepers, eh? So art attack ran for 20 years. Um yes. he sold the rights to it for 14 million pounds. Um, he certainly did. he sold it to Disney. And mm-hmm. in return, he got a designer ride at Disneyland Paris or something like that. Um, Did he? Ful- I didn't go that a, bit. Fulfilling a dream, lifelong dream of being involved in Disney with Disney in some way. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, it's essentially him talking to the camera, doing art. Sometimes it's silent and he's like just mm-hmm. doing bits and pieces while music plays. Sometimes he's talking you through how to do various paintings or styles of drawing and stuff like that. Or like mm-hmm. making stuff like a lovely sponge picture frame. Yeah, a lovely sponge picture frame. And I like his introduction to that. 
Uh-huh. Can't afford can't afford posh picture frames, can you not? <laughs> well, how about a lovely sponge frame? <laughs> and it was the most nineties thing ever because he brought out the pictures, and what yeah. one <laughs> was Linford Christie <laughs> mid sprint, <laughs> mid sprint. Uh huh. Um, who was the other one? Anthea Turner. Anthea Turner, and one <laughs> with a lovely press shot of Keanu Reeves sitting, yes. sitting on a step. <laughs> <laughs> Looking longingly into the camera. Yeah, uh, it was very. It was night. Well, it, what? That was ninety six. I think we were that 96. episode. That's what it said yeah. on YouTube. But it was did. Fred Christie still a sprinter in ninety six. It's still a sprinter. <laughs> <laughs> was he still a sprinter? <laughs> I'm sure he was. I'm sure he was. The lunchbox was uh, was mortaring on. I think wasn't it. Aye, but I so, saw, yeah, I mean, but it was on earlier than that, wasn't it? When they start 90 or something 90, like that, 90, I think, yeah, yeah. Um, so mm-hmm. it was a proper institution, wasn't it? Everybody knew it, and obviously, yeah. it started with this is an art attack, this is an art yeah. attack, this is art uh-huh. attack, and then uh, he's got a very convincing way of trying to get you to do stuff, but you know what, mm-hmm. Brett? I never did a single fucking thing off this show, and I don't oh, know, I, any, I don't know anybody who did. Well, I did. Did you? I did. What did you make? Uh huh. There was um a one which was like a, a moving cartoon that you could do with two bits of paper. Mm-hmm. You had to, what you had to do was draw a cartoon and then draw one that was you know similar but not the same, so that it would move a bit like you know them flip pad things yeah, that yeah, you do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you would roll up. Oh, uh, with a pencil. Them with a pencil and go. <laughs> <laughs> So I, I, I distinctly remember doing that one. Okay. Did right. you do that one? Because if you did, then you have done one. Well, I don't think he invented it. I think I might have done he it did? at some point. Of course he did. Everyone knows that <laughs> okay. one. All right, then. Well, I have then. I take it back. See? Um, exactly. I think uh, most of the stuff, I mean, obviously I'm old and miserable now, but who could be asked to cut up all them sponges and stick them together? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's his, that's his motto, isn't it? If in doubt... Get somebody else to do it, which is a great motto that I'm going to start living my life by. <laughs> I think I, I quite like how you're saying, you want to put some PVA glue on there and you have to put quite a lot on it because these sponges, very porous. <laughs> very porous. <laughs> but I mean, very porous. By the, by the nature, sponges are porous. It's <laughs> like the number one characteristic. <laughs> And he obviously didn't get the the right. Maybe number two after tack. absorbent. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't get the rights to say blue tack, did they? No. He kept calling it sticky, sticky tack. tack. Put some sticky Put tack sticky, behind there. Put some sticky tack under there. Tell you the one of the pencil. things that I, so basically a sponge picture frame was he cut washing up sponges in half, stuck mm-hmm. them around in a square, and then put a picture in the middle of them. That's what he did. Yeah. And picture those of you've noticed Turner. there. I've just put the picture on some cardboard and sellotaped it to the back. <laughs> <laughs> but he, I mean, he, he, apparently, I mean, we all know he's Banksy, don't we? So apparently, he's yeah, obviously he's denied it. Could... <laughs> See the hemo massive attack. <laughs> uh, so I mean, he's oh, he's a good artist and that, but he keeps talking all the way through and that, doesn't he? He's good at that, isn't he? It's he great, but also engaging. It, it, it is great. One of my favourite things about it is he talks in a way that well, the stuff he's saying is like you should know it. I don't know if yeah. I'm describing it really well, but he'll be going, so you take 
your sponge frame. And you're like, you've just made this up. Like you're talking about it like it's a regular thing. Yeah. Like, you, uh-huh. and every time you make right. something, he, he and he's talking about the, the wiggly, believe. the wiggly yeah. ear mechanism. And so you just take your wiggly ear mechanism, WEM. <laughs> <laughs> And that makes you believe, uh, as a kid, or certainly me, that I could do it. Do you know what I mean? I mm-hmm. could actually try it, and and sort of it would work. And it did with that uh, that picture thing that I told you about. That's good. I, I I did like um, his one way he, he draws spooky letters. Yeah, that was his favourite one. Uh, that was a good, that was a good one. If you want so to draw he, spooky he, letters, <laughs> he did draw a bit of spunk. <laughs> <laughs> He couldn't resist that. <laughs> oh, this, this is the thing. It's the way he says stuff. I really like. He's going. Uh, so if you want to draw spooky letters, just get your letter E there. And what you want to do is just make some wobbly lines around the side. And when it gets to the underside, just do it all dripping and that, so it comes off <laughs> and it's spooky. Yeah. Uh, and then he went and even and he's going. Yeah, look at that. And then he goes. You could even draw some. Glob jewels coming off the side, some blobs. <laughs> it's just the way, the way he says stuff is like it's he says it like it's the most natural thing in the world to be talking about that thing or making that thing, which I think mm-hmm. you're right in saying when you're watching it, it makes it achievable or like a normal thing. Yeah. Whereas so good teacher, isn't he? Do you know what I mean? That's what he's doing. He's he's teaching. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's he's at good. the end of the day, he's a good teacher. Uh, yeah, I, I used to watch. So what it. else was? Oh, you can't. We kind of not. We kind of not talk about the the uh, the big art attacks, can we? Because they were great, weren't they? Although completely unachievable if you're a kid. <laughs> I know. Where are you going to get all them boxes? I, I never really used to like them. To be honest, I used to want them. Just want to see the. Yeah. Just want to see what it is. Like I'm not bothered about them putting all the paper mm-hmm. out and that. I used to like them. I think I used to like them. So apparently, he um, made it, one with the, the heads thing on. Yeah, the head apparently made one of the queen's face that actually out of money that had actual half a million pounds of money in it to make it. Really? And uh-huh. then did he set it on fire? Uh-huh. And then he, <laughs> don't know, dropped dead sheep on it or something like that. Maybe he's also the killer. Because yeah, he's a rock star, <laughs> and he just set it on fire. He is the killer. <laughs> he's everybody. He's everybody. This guy. I so I think the head that um which was just like a bust, wasn't it? That would sort of like in an art know, explain gallery. what had yeah. happened. He, yeah. Yeah. He was like a later edition, wasn't he? But he was still on when we were watching it, I think, wasn't he? I never used to really like the head. He's got the word sex written in his hair. <laughs> the head. What? Don't know why. What? He's got the word sex written in his hair. <laughs> uh, do you want us to see it again, man? <laughs> I can't remember that. Uh-huh. I'll have to look. Well, no, it it's what it's like a, a hidden subliminal message, uh huh, in his hair. So yeah, but yeah, it's a, a wonderful uh, program. I think a, a good one that's educational for kids and stuff like that, and enjoyable. Do you know what I mean? Which is is hard to do, I think. But he pulls it off, this Buchanan. Uh-huh, like fair play to him. Like I say, he made it 20 years. He's obviously very proud of it. If you have a look on his website and stuff like that, talking about how many BAFTAs it won and, you know, it's been shown in so many yeah. countries and all that. So not only made him a lot of money, but also it's something he's still proud of and, and all that. And I think fair play. It wasn't my favourite show, but um, but 
yeah, it's excellent. And I'm, and I'm all for Neil and his successes. Um, but I did enjoy Finders Keepers more. I really, really like that show. And I used to love it as a kid. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's it's another one that I showed Lennon, I guess, when, when he was... He was smaller, do you know what I mean? Watch this one, it used to be on when I was little and stuff like that. So it, it's one that's always stuck in my mind because you just, again, like Funhouse, it was like, it was something you just, you could you wanted to be on, didn't you? It, oh, absolutely. You wanted it's to a, do that it's stuff. an absolutely genius idea. Get So mm-hmm. the premise of it is the set is like a house with different rooms. Yeah. You're watching it and an audience is watching it from a cross section. So you're seeing inside the rooms but it's cut in half um and there's two teams of kids they've got to answer questions um and they get points for answering questions but also it means they get to go in a room and look for something and basically yeah you get to totally mess up a room as you hunt for a hidden object Mm -hmm. uh and you just get to trash it you just get to trash it mess be messy and break things and you get to do it your you mom, the mom and dad's room, the kids' room, the haunted room, a bit uh-huh. weird, but that as well. The fantasy room, the fantasy room. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I've talked about it before. There's nothing better than looking in drawers. Is there? <laughs> <laughs> Having a bit of a rummage around in, in drawers, seeing what's there. Mm-hmm. And this is like just ramped up, isn't it? Completely. It's like really fast pace. He's all yeah. over the place. Buchanan on this. Buchanan's absolutely Up and it. down the stairs. So much energy yes. jumping over settees and all of that kind of stuff. <laughs> um, uh-huh. Brilliant. And also, it is fast paced. The the rounds are thirty seconds long. Like it's thirty seconds. It's I. it's great. Um, so it's not long at all two, for the kids two, to find the stuff, but, but he does help sometimes. But, yeah, but he does just tell them where it is, so they're, they're all right. Um, uh, <laughs> it's it's great. Like and again, like what I love with these kind of shows when we've watched back Fun House and stuff like that is the interaction between the adults and the kids, like the presenter and the kids, when the kids come out yeah. and go, hey, what's your name and where are you from? It's always a bit funny, isn't it? Because the kids obviously are media trained. Mm-hmm. They're not used to being on camera and all that kind of stuff. And kids are uh-huh. honest as well, aren't they? And they, you know, they, they talk in a certain way and they're honest. So Neil Buchanan, I think it was great, great at interacting with him, like we said. And um, when yeah. they come out at the beginning, he says, oh, have you got any secret hiding places? Uh, yeah, and the, the answers are good, and, and he does say, "What What is your name?" Very precisely. When he says, Get the kids in. <laughs> he, do, he does ask them if they've got secret hiding places, and, that, and they're all saying, "Yeah, I've got loads of food under my bed." <laughs> did you stash food in your in your no. bedroom as a kid? Why would I be stashing yeah, food anywhere? Exactly, I didn't. Huh? <laughs> it's, it's a strange one that one. So uh, I, we've got two different teams who've got to compete. Mm-hmm. Um, by answering questions, should we talk about the questions, Cliff? Yeah, because it's been a hi- <laughs> the absolute highlight of my day. I haven't stopped being able to laugh. <laughs> I haven't stopped laughing about it since I watched it at no. six 6.30 this morning. I watched this show and I've literally been laughing about it like about every hour. Uh, get reminded. So the premise of the questions is he asks a question and you don't say the answer. You say a number. You pick a number. So there's, there's yeah. nine squares. And each of those squares has got an answer behind it. And you you kind of, it's like a bit like pears or something like that. Yeah. So he ah. says, which superhero gets uh, gets changed in a phone uh, box? And you go, uh-huh. number four. 
and number four turns around and it says Pinocchio. Oh, you're wrong. Yeah. All right, next uh-huh. team. Which boy, his nose gets longer the more he lies, and they say, oh, yeah. Pinocchio's by number four. So we'll say That's number four. Right, now, yeah. they are both actual questions on this. Yeah. The they third question indeed. is, Brett. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll, I'll they ask you about this question in a different way. Do you think um, it's right to ask pre-pubescent children, right, <laughs> about page three supermodel. <laughs> That's what I'd like to know. Do you think it's do you think it's okay? They shouldn't. They shouldn't, they shouldn't know what it is. <laughs> no, exactly. <laughs> Who, who's put that in? And also, Buchanan, look com- they look confused by it as well. Uh huh. He, he, he says it like with a good straight face. So the question <laughs> is exactly the same as all the other questions. Who is a page three pinup? That's the question <laughs> to these kids. And they're like, What are yeah. they talking about? Do you know what I mean? Three and talk, John Major comes around. He's like, John, John Major, Major yeah. says John Major for the Pinocchio, doesn't he? John Major comes ah, around. The lion he goes, Well. Look, he doesn't happen to John Major or he'd have a massive nose by now. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think this has been sneaked in by someone? Just are oh, the, the parents will like this one. It's the crazy. dads will like this it's one. It's crazy. Name a page three pinup. It's mental. They're about 10. <laughs> I know. It's, it, it's Did you guess totally who it was going to be? I didn't actually. I didn't guess who it was going to be. Did you? The other one. The other one. What, Lusardi? Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I didn't think about it. Actually, I was laughing too much. That's you didn't the thing. think about which one it might be. Do you know no, what? I don't I, think I did. And then obviously I Samantha didn't. Fox came around. And he goes, Of course it is Samantha. Of course, everybody knows it's Samantha <laughs> Fox. Even 10-year-old kids. I mean, what this this again was the she wasn't that big. Well, I'm saying big, she was big. But do you know what I mean? She wasn't like I thought she was like an 80s uh, page three girl or something. I don't, Didn't she I, have like pop records in the nineties? I don't know. Samantha I thought, thought she was an eighty. Let's let's Google her singer. She's classed as a singer according to Google. Uh-huh. See, and you which? She was on page three until nineteen eighty six, and this was in nineteen ninety two. There you go. <laughs> how are they how are they going to know that? They're not going to know that, that. Well, I mean, they shouldn't know it anyway, should they? So there you go. Oh, you've gone all funny. Keep pl- unplugging yourself, don't you? Yeah, I know. I'm always doing that, aren't I? Just make sure that. I've got the right one on. I think I've got the right one on. <laughs> Sorry about that. Getting carried away with Sam Fox. You were. It's not a bad thing to get carried away with, I don't think. Unless you're a 10-year-old child. That's what I'd say. So, yeah, that this it, it, uh, that's crazy, that. But, I mean, there's a couple of examples of, like, one watch Fun House. I'm sure he, he asked the, the kids, like, totally. He asked someone to do an Eddie Murphy impression, didn't he? <laughs> so, <laughs> so, I mean, it's just a different time completely. It's, it's amazing how times have changed and stuff like that. But I think even for that time, asking kids about a page three pinup, is not right, it's but not there right. you go. But right. funny, it's funny though. <laughs> it's so stupid. Um, so yeah, so once they answer the questions, whatever question they get right corresponds to a room that they get to go and look around in. 
Then when uh-huh. they get into the room, Neil, uh, and they're like running around and jumping off the walls and stuff like that to get there. Neil gives uh-huh. them a clue, like a cryptic clue, like a dusty bin. Um, yeah. Did you like that? Some of them are easy. Yeah, I like them. I like clues. I like yeah, questions like that. But um, hopefully you've got a quiz about it later. You never know. Probably not like. <laughs> no, nah, good no chance. But I know you have. But um, I, 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 like, I like stuff like that. Some, most I got. Some I didn't. I didn't get all of them. Some of them were easy. Nah. Some of them I didn't know. Mm-hmm. So there then there's essentially this thing's hidden somewhere in the room and they've just got to trash it to try and find it. While yeah. Neil just shouts all the time. Like he doesn't let them have a chance <laughs> to think. But most uh-huh. of the time he's trying to give them not so subtle hints about where to look. But yeah, he just keeps sometimes. saying, look high, look low, look high, look low, all over <laughs> and over and over again. Uh-huh. <laughs> there, was, there was one instance in this episode, though, where he actually... He stood in the way of where the thing was to try and keep the game going a little bit longer. <laughs> yeah. So, like, sometimes he helps them and sometimes he, he he doesn't. Do you know what I mean? But as a viewer, there's a big uh, arrow that pops up, isn't there? Yeah. Sort of telling you where that, the thing is. Yeah. Which makes it a little bit more exciting because yeah, then you're saying, look over there, man. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? As a kid. So, so yeah, good. that's... And this stuff I, just where, something I'd love to do. I'd yeah, still love to trash rooms. It is one of those things where you're just like, oh, I wish I could have a go at that. I imagine getting like Liam Gallagher on or something. He's a celebrity <laughs> guest. He'd love it, wouldn't he? <laughs> <Just trashing it>. <laughs> <laughs> it's and, good. And then, the uh, other bit, the well, other bit that I thought was funny was the fantasy room bit where there was like skeletons in there. <laughs> and he said to the kids, "Look, a couple of former contestants." <laughs> <laughs> have he you went, ever seen the running man <laughs> yeah. he went really uh, he went really scouser as well when he said that uh, I he, did, he, eh? he got a bit more like Larry with them <laughs> uh, it just reminded me of the, the Whitman Price and Haddad bit of the of running man where they're, oh. they're supposed to have won or whatever and then you see them and they're skeletons it reminded me of uh, the milkman on Monty Python <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah. yeah I mean, it's what just, was the final just, round again? They just get to do all the to, rooms. Either had to do all the rooms that to find like a clue, or they had to find the object which had a clue attached to it, and then they had to run throughout the house type room. thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The prize? Uh, what do you think of the prize? Well, it was good, wasn't it? It's better than Funhouse's prizes or whatever. Yeah, that trip to the as yet unopened Disneyland Paris. Aye, uh huh. He says, "Have you been yet?" <laughs> yeah, I've been. You haven't. Yeah, I've been opened. He goes, "Do you know any French?" To be fair, play the kids. They go, "Yep, we." Oh, and they start talking French. Well, he goes, "And do you know how to say goodbye?" And one of them says, "Merci." And he goes, "Ha ha ha." <laughs> well, we'll say it anyway. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I'll be honest. I preferred the. I think it's the green team that won, but I preferred the yellow team. Yeah. Because there was uh, a kid called John yeah. who was an absolute maniac. Yeah, you could tell but he was a nut. <laughs> yeah, he was a nutcase, but he was really polite. So I like that. I like that. Uh-huh. And oh. also, there was a the, the one um, a Jason Donovan signed photo and, and cut his face and he looked absolutely devastated. <laughs> yeah, he was not happy with that. At all. He wasn't happy with that at all. And that's to his credit. 
Well done, George. <laughs> what I like about it, whenever they got a question right, he kept going, yo! <laughs> yeah, yo! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they were good. They were, they were a bit more animated than the green ones, who seemed a little bit older and less involved. <laughs> That's excited. I know the, uh, the day that I had say, they kind of like won by default, I think, didn't they? I had it over hand. Yeah. <laughs> so I would prefer the yellow team to win, but you cannot have everything. You cannot have the maniac win. No. I think at one point it did kick something <laughs> <laughs> when the game had finished. Yeah, I, it was good. No, I, I, I just made us think it was great, but this was 92, so we would have been 11. So mm-hmm. really, we probably should have been a bit older to watch that, but I guess my younger brother probably nah. was watching it. Stacey would have I would have been watching it, of course. Yeah, I, I, I loved it. Me, I love, I love, that's the that's the prime age for Roman General Round and Raiden Rude, surely. <laughs> Isn't it? Eleven, the formative years. Uh, yeah, <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. So I thought it was great. <laughs> loved it, and yeah, like fair play to, yeah. to Neil, like an absolute legend. Um, I had a look on his website, mm-hmm. his current website. Had a look at his art and his photography and stuff that he does now, and it's really good. I really like. I really like it. I almost thought mm-hmm. I'm going to buy one of these things, but I think I was just a bit caught up in the moment because of my desk keepers. <laughs> <laughs> you know, maybe she should. This um, the, uh, uh, Lisa's friends and stuff like that we went to their house once, and this was b- before all the hoorah, let's say, right, and then. Um, he had a picture on the wall and he says, oh, do you like the picture I got for Christmas? I went, yeah, it's quite good. He says, it's by Rolf Harris, that. He <laughs> says, uh, it's an investment. <laughs> Sadly, it didn't turn out. <laughs> well, you never know. It's like, been quite the investment. There might be somebody like Lemmy out there that starts collecting Rolf Harris pictures. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. I mean, it was massive, and it was like a, um, a huge oh, on the wall and room? stuff like that. I wouldn't have it still there. I kind of remember what it was. It imagine, wasn't no, it was more massive, arty. It wasn't picture of the Rolfaro on the wall. Yeah, by, by Rolfaro. Picture... <laughs> 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 I can see. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was like one of these more arty ones. Do you know yeah. what I mean? It was a picture of like a woman or the something. I, I hope it was a woman, Cliff. <laughs> I did. He? I did. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's true. She's she's obviously put that in the skip. They're all in. They're all in on it. <laughs> would you like? Would you like uh, a quiz? I would indeed. Will I get me? You built so- it up. It's oh. quite good. It's a quiz about kids TV presenters. And what I want you to tell us, I'll give you the name of the presenter, mm. and you've just got to tell us what they're up to now. What they're up to now? <laughs> yeah. It's all right, isn't it? God. All right, then. Well, I guess. So we're going to start with Go on, then. the great Dave yes. Benson Phillips. Dave Benson Phillips. Was he on the one where um, your parents were on? Can you remember that one? Get your own back. On BBC One, where you had to get your own back. That was it. Mm-hmm. Was he on that? I think so, yeah. It was a lot right. of gunge. I used to like... 
I used to like that. Aye, a lot of guns. Uh-huh. What is Dave Benson Phillips doing now? I've, uh, has he gone into selling lines of uh, cigarettes and screwdrivers from his corner shop? <laughs> you know, far off. Um, <laughs> he, runs, he runs a company called Chester Benson Productions, who are described as offering entertainment, removals right. and transport. <laughs> and so... <laughs> Entertainment removals and transport. So I'm going to say that. Good, in, I'm going to say that reality. Being a removal man is 99 of his business, and he probably just throws the entertainment in for free when he's doing it. <laughs> yeah, just a perk. <laughs> <laughs> it's a perk. So that's I like what, that. That's you would get them round, though, wouldn't you? Good. Imagine if you booked oh, a removal oh, man and Dave Benson Phillips turned up. Yeah, that would, that would be good. It would be better if Timmy Mallet turned up, though, wouldn't it? It would be. So, number two, Timmy Mallet. <laughs> you see? What well, segue. It's almost like I know what the questions are going to be, but I obviously don't. No, you don't. I really don't. So, what's he up to Go now? on, then. What, what's he up to? Um, is he in Bermuda? With his shorts on and his itchy, <laughs> bitty, teeny, weeny, yellow dapper, dapper, keeny, or whatever it was, or does he just still assault children with a hammer? Um, he doesn't do that anymore. Apparently, he does sell lots of those hammers from his personal website. Um, does he? He's a. It's, he's described as being an artist. An artist is always what type. <laughs> Uh, what, what type of artist? I started reading. I started trying to read a bit more about what he's up to, and it just kept saying something about the Great Barrier Reef. Right? <laughs> is, is he is he trying to protect the Great Barrier Reef? He like bought a, is he from bought plastic and that, or something like that. He bought a portion of it. Yeah. Is it up for sale? Like I don't know. I, I honestly, I've. I stopped trying to work out what it was about, and I just wrote well, something. You're, you're asking me. <laughs> you're asking me about what they're doing, and you don't even know. You've not put the work in. <laughs> but I was hoping you knew. That's of course, yeah, I'm going to know exactly what he's doing <laughs> at this precise. I thought you would fill in the blanks. <laughs> <laughs> right. right, number Next three. One. Former Blue Peter presenter and a favourite of Michael Reed, Katie Hill. Oh yes, I remember her. Mm-hmm. She was quite a favourite of mine back in the day. Mm-hmm. Um, what's she doing now? Has she um, opened up a number of patisserie services? <laughs> I want patisserie. <laughs> patisserie. <laughs> um, sadly, not. Uh, she's a life coach. Oh. And her Instagram has got lots of uh, positive Well, messages. I don't like her now, then. What's the positive I don't like messages? her now. Okay, well. I don't like life coaches and stuff. I mean, who are they to tell people what to do with that? Well, do you want to hear one of her positive messages from no. Instagram? No. I've got, it. I've got it written down. <laughs> <laughs> Still don't want to hear it. Okay, well, you, never mind then. I'll turn um, my ears off. Okay, it doesn't matter. Number four, Gareth Jones, better known to you and me as Gav's Top. Yes, 
I, I liked him as well. He uh-huh. was he was also a good one. He um he was a bit of a rocker guy, wasn't he? Yeah, he was. Yeah, yeah. like the bands and that. Mm-hmm. Um, what would Gaz Top be doing now? Is he um a circus performer at the Big Top? And if and he's sort of he's he's hoping that his name will bring in the punters. <laughs> Well, but instead, people only Google him when they're looking for a, a small cooker. <laughs> um, uh, no, actually, Gaz Top is still uh, still doing well. Actually, look, I've, I had a quick look at him on Twitter, and I thought I'm going to follow him because he looks like he's a good guy. A lot of music stuff he's on about, uh-huh. um, yeah. and he presents. He's still presenting shows on like BBC Wales and stuff like that. And he's got a he? got he's got his own podcast. Um, uh-huh. and he's a show called Gaz Top on Speed, and he's a uh, he's a big fast car fan. Um, There's a lot yeah. of them about, isn't it? He's mm-hmm. he's surely he's perfect for a radio show, isn't he? You'd think Gaz so. Top. You'd think so. He's got a lisp though, hasn't he? So maybe not. Ah, oh, that's all right, man. I'm, I'm 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 not knocking that. I'd have no, I'm not. I think he's a good guy. Um, yeah, definitely. I like him, me. So I'm Gilbert. And Gilbert the Alien, yeah. Did you yeah. see them in Shields? Have we talked about that? No, I didn't see them in Shields, um, but I did th- throw paper on deck. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. I saw them in Shields. Um, they went to Arbea Roman Fort in a big spaceship. Did they? Was it for, uh, so it was filmed in Shields there? One episode was the like they, they went and yeah. did it one week, yeah, yeah. Uh, Ooh, we'll have to dig that one out. It might, might seem yeah, a little actually, Yeah, just looking through the railings. <laughs> not, actually, not actually part of the filming experience. Don't, don't let him in. Don't <laughs> let him in. Um, okay, last we've got um, Philip Schofield. What's he doing now? Yeah, he's he's uh, making people upset on this morning, isn't he? That's why. That's uh, his job. Says, and he also starts in a series of annoying adverts. It says here um, now an insufferable prick. <laughs> Unfortunately, that does seem to be true. That does seem to be true, doesn't it? It does. I, t- I told you about that when he was shouting at that person for making them wait or whatever. That was just. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, my wife's terminally ill. <laughs> I take that, Schofield. You shit. I mean, uh, he's full of his own self importance, isn't he? Yes, I uh, yes, completely. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I don't watch this morning or anything like that. I did gladly watch that five minutes. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I'm glad I did because it's wonderful. <laughs> but no, I, I, I don't, is he just on this morning? Is that it? Can't remember that uh, game show, The Cube. I, no, I was going to say there's something about squares, isn't there? He's in a game oh, show. About I, hated, I hated that. Pro- it was so annoying. So I don't annoying. think I ever watched it. It looks shit. Right. It's awful. It's awful. So, yes, that was a good quiz, Cliff. And Thank it's you. to your credit. Okay, well, that's you the end very of the well. quiz. And then we've got music, I think, haven't we? We have indeed, yes. We've, we've got cyberpunk music. That's mm-hmm. apparently what it's called. Okay. And I like that. I like that. But not the game cyberpunk, because that's a pile of shit. But that's something <laughs> okay. different. I don't know anything about that. But I like the song, whatever the genre. I like this yes. by Savage mm-hmm. Void. Savage Void, uh huh. This one's called The Struggle of Man. 
and it's it uh, from a new album that's coming out soon called Edge of Night. Okay, good. I like it. Just struggle a man. They're not like the Proud Boys, are they? Like, it sounds a little <laughs> bit like that. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, I don't think so. Let's hope not. Let's certainly well, hope not. Either way, let's separate the art from the artist and just enjoy the cyberpunk track. <laughs> yes, it's good. I like yeah, it. Really so. good. I like it. Sorry, lads. It I'm really sure good. you're not uh, Proud Boys, but if you are, so so still good. Um, so let's 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 hear it for Savage Void, and um, we'll see you all next week when hopefully my own father will be on, and I'll be a proud boy. Yes, and I'll be sitting next to the, the fella, won't I? Yeah. All right then. Cheers, everyone. See you later. Thank you, Brett. Take care. Bye. Bye. Bye.
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.